The Scent Geeks Podcast. Je m'appelle Steve. J'ai une chaîne YouTube qui s'appelle Frags to Riches. Mais je ne suis pas seul. Avec moi est un acteur. Avec moi est un impressionniste. Avec moi est un homme qui aime porter le petit short. L'homme s'appelle Chris. Elle, il a une chaîne YouTube qui s'appelle Fragmental. Bonjour Chris, ça va? Guten Tag! <laughs> fluent French theme there. Yeah. I, was, I was quite pleased that I actually managed to figure most of that out. I, I've not had any guidance. I did A grade. I got an A grade at GCSE French. So I was. Did you? But the tr- yeah, uh, it's hard to believe, isn't it? Um, but I've not used it since. But the thing is, I was quite good at like writing French stuff because I knew all the rules and the patterns, so I could just figure out a sentence. But I couldn't speak it very well purely because. I didn't have this. I couldn't have a conversation because I couldn't think fast enough. You know, when obviously when you speak English yeah. or whatever language, you, you're not thinking what you're saying. You're just think. reacting, aren't you? Where yeah, I have sure. to translate something in my head, think what I want to say, then say it. So I could never have a conversation with somebody. Yeah. So so why why French? Are you are you, lear- are you practicing? Are you learning French, or was that just a, a well, nice little random intro? It was a bit of both. Random intro. I thought I could probably do it. So I sort of thought about it and I thought I could do that. And then I also thought we've got lots of listeners all over the world. I thought it'd be nice to make a little bit of effort and do something for them. So so next week you're going to do Mandarin or whatever language you so choose. Well, well, it's uh, fortunate you picked one that I'm fluent in, so thanks for that. Oh, there we go. Yeah, but, no, uh, well, it was, yeah. it was lovely. I think I, I love French. It's my it's my it's the only language I speak a, like not even like 0.1 percent of but it's the one that i speak most of and, and i like it I, I like the french language i think it's a lovely sounding romantic language and um by the way my favorite word in french are you ready for this this is going to be yeah. some killer french pronunciation i just love the sound of this word boulangerie that is a good word isn't it i did I briefly ger- german at school and the only phrase that i remember from my german class is ich habe eine schlanger which means I have a snake, which I've never really used very often, to be honest, that phrase. Mm. But, um, yeah, I remember yeah. meine Doodlesack ist kaputt, which means um, my bagpipes are broken. And yeah, I don't use that one very much either. <laughs> do you not? Well, what you no. need to do is buy some bagpipes, break them, so then you've got a reason to Oh, use yeah. Those. There you go. And speak German. Yeah. Anyway. anyway um, wow. I mean, I mate, we, this, this has been kind of uh, an, an A-level uh, language class so far, hasn't it? So... Uh, let's crack on yeah i'm all right i'm all right um yeah i've had a i've had a pretty good week busy week busy old blooming week whenever i do an outdoor shoot that's got a little bit more involved oh it takes up some time um so i need to have an easier week of videos i think this week and i think i'm going to do a, a sit down and unplanned first impressionsy type videos as we we both know are a, a nice option to do to have a little breather now and then yeah well i end up doing quite a lot of first impressions a because i'm a bit lazy but also sometimes when there's an interesting fragrance i kind of want to just see like well i almost hope that i'm going to have an interesting reaction sometimes when you think oh this is i did that a little bit with toy boy so i smelled toy boy this week and did a first impressions but it was anticlimactic in the sense that it was sort of quite nice quite liked it i thought it was going to be like this weird wonderful fragrance that i was going to get this yeah. crazy reaction from and i kind of didn't it was kind of like oh, that's all right i like that <laughs> so yeah. yeah i saw the vid yeah it was um, oh, it was great it was great to see you uh kind of be a little bit surprised by something yeah there you go clearly i'm getting into rose based fragrances we should probably wow. shout out uh, barry big pockets at uh centralize for sending me the sample so thank you barry he he's a good into the podcast he listened to the podcast last week and he contacted me and said well if you want to smell it i'll send you a sample and i said yes please so there you go so thank you barry yeah how's your week been mate my week has been i've been busy smelling fragrances i did my we'll kind of get onto that in a little bit but i smelled quite a few this week so it's been kind of busy so it, towards the end of the week i actually just wanted to wear some fragrances for me do you ever you must get that a lot because obviously you're sort of churning out a lot of material and having to yeah. review lots of stuff do you ever kind of just think right i just want to wear a fragrance that i want to wear now not because i'm doing a review of it or something like that yeah absolutely more often than not the times that i do end up doing that are when i've worn about three of the fragrances through the day it's got to the end of the day 
I'm kind of thinking, oh, what I've been wearing has died down a bit. And just while I sit down and relax, I'm going to just put on one of my favorite fragrances or a fragrance I haven't worn for a while that I know I really mm. enjoy. But yeah, most most of the, if I'm, if I'm going on a special occasion or a night out, I'll definitely put on one that I really love. But generally, day to day, going out, going to the gym, whatever, I'm kind of wearing new stuff all the time and, and testing stuff. And it, 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 I think we all talk about this. It does get a little bit frustrating sometimes that we perhaps run out of time to wear the fragrances we love as much as we would actually like to wear them. So I, I think it's a you know, good idea to try and make a bit of time if we can. Mm, yeah, because it's, it's a frustration, it's frustration that I often have actually is you probably more than me because you're putting out more content than me and you're more regimented on your days when you put them out etc but sometimes obviously you have to plan ahead what you're going to wear so you can smell it wear it experience it so you can then obviously review it and sometimes that might clash you might have an event or something you might want to go to and be like oh i really fancy wearing my favorite fragrance or i might want to for you you might want to wear enigma to something and then you go well I can't because I kind of need to wear that one so I can finish the review for the next day or something. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of like, it's it's weird. So the last couple of days I've just worn literally two of my favourites actually. I've worn Leighton and The Chronic the last couple of days because um, all week I've been doing testing so I just kind of wanted to get back to it yeah. and wear stuff for me. I was like, Recalibrate oh, I and wear the favorites. stuff you love. Yeah, yeah good idea. Yeah. So um, shall we talk? Oh, well, let's. It kind of feels like we should go into what we've been wearing and then do podmin. Should we do it that way round? Yeah. We do what well, we've been let's wearing? change things up a bit, Steve. We're 42, yeah, okay. 42 weeks in now, so I, I think we can, you know, we can jiggle the uh, the format around a little bit. Why not? Let's keep people uh, on their toes. So, what have you been wearing, Mister Actor Impressionist and Man Who Likes to Wear Short Shorts? Ah, uh, well. Um... <laughs> Uh, I, I only wear the short shorts for you, Steve. It's, uh, it's not. It's not often. <laughs> I, I do wear long, long baggy shorts uh, more often than not. Anyway, um, okay. I was, well, I've been wearing a bit of Toy Boy. Yeah, I've been Have wearing. You? Yeah, I've been go. wearing a bit of Toy Boy. Um, and I kind of, yeah, I'm. I I like it, but I I don't know if I love it yet. But I definitely don't yeah. hate it. I'm kind of like I want to keep wearing it because I feel like I've got a place to. You know, I've got some. I feel like I'm going to discover it more and explore it more and appreciate it more the more I wear it. But there's enough there at the moment that makes me want to go on that journey with it, if you know what I mean. But I have to admit, it's not the kind of fragrance that I spray and I go, yes, wow, instant love. But it's interesting, mm. so I'm going to stick with it. If, if anybody's wondering, uh, I'm sure you must have heard of the fragrance, but it's um, Toy Boy by uh, Moschino, I believe it's pronounced, isn't it? The yeah. C and the H. That was um, actually... The cunning linguist, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are the cunning linguist, aren't you? Um, yeah, so I, I'd seen a lot of uh, people on YouTube calling it Moschino, and I, I thought, okay, right, Moschino. Is that, is that, that's what I've heard. I've heard that a lot. I, I used to think it was Moschino or something, but yeah, I, I've heard well, a lot of Moschino. Well, I had so. a little bit of a chat with someone, a bit of back and forth okay. on, on, on YouTube comments about this, because... I did the the video where I included that fragrance, I called it Moschino, and then someone basically left a comment that was kind of chortling at me going, oh, Moschino, it's not pronounced Moschino, it's Machino. And, uh, and I was like, oh, I'm going to check this out. So I actually Googled it and found this website which told you how to pronounce designer brands, and it said mm. Moschino is, well, Moschino is pronounced Moschino. And uh, so I wrote that back in the comment and I left the link. And... People just do not want to be proven wrong, do they? Even if it's there in black <laughs> and white. So he's like, all right, fair play, but nobody in England calls it Moschino. Like, well, what? it's a bit like the whole um, dupe thing, isn't it? I was, uh, yeah, Yop, yeah, or um, mm. it's, I believe is how it's supposed to be pronounced, Yop. But mm. again, my brother used to wear that, who's quite a bit older than me. So it was always known as like dupe, literally, typically English. You just said what you saw, sort of thing, and yeah. how it was pronounced. So yeah. I've kind of got into that habit now. So yeah that, i i thought that but again with the pronunciation but to go back to the fragrance toy boy i was the kind of same obviously i did the first impressions i thought oh this is this is meant to be a bit weird or different so i'll try it out and and i thought it was really nice really liked it as i said in the video i, I probably it i don't like it kind of like you i don't love it i don't think i've definitely got to buy that but i happily wear it i thought it was sort of quite nice or quite i was pleasantly surprised yes so, and yeah. what was interesting i was doing it initially wore it as a blind sniffing trial for the essential thing and i remember i was wearing it i was thinking yeah this is this is nice but i was kind of thinking this is a very green reminds me of like a green pine forest 
uh, kind of smell. And I thought it was a Calvin Klein fragrance uh, initially. And then when I uh, realized it was it was Toy Boy and it was like a big old rose fragrance, I said, well, what, really? Gosh, I got I, it's more of a green scent than a red scent to me. It's an interesting hmm. one. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I've, I've also been, uh, after that little Toy Boy diversion, uh, I've also been wearing Golden Oud from Amarud, which is a beautiful, sweet, oh, it's got tobacco and myrrh and sandalwood and oud. Oh, it's, it's just great fragrance. Cool. And uh, I got right it in New York. Street, that does. Mate, it is, yeah. Um, uh, I got it in New York and wore it a lot on that on that trip last year, so it reminds me of, of New York. I, I sprayed it again the other day, and it, it took me right back there. It's really amazing how scent can do that. I love it. Uh, I've been wearing a bit more um, the new one from uh, Cajal Fragrances, Lamar, uh, which you really oh, liked. Oh, how are you getting on? Yeah, how yeah. are you getting on with it? Has well, it, it, it grown at all? Yes, it has. I, I gave it a full wearing, and uh, I, I, was, I was really enjoying it while I was wearing it. Again, it's not that type of DNA where I go, wow, yeah, it's blowing me away. But I was, I was enjoying it. I, I think I'm at the stage where I'm happy to wear it around the house, and I can enjoy wearing it around the house, and I appreciate the quality. I don't know yet. This might change, but at the moment, I don't know if it's a fragrance I would reach for to wear if I was going out in public. Um, just because I kind of, it's not quite my style, um, mm. but I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, enjoyed it. Uh, and uh, I well, so I've, I've worn a few today, but this morning uh, I wore um, Pardon from Nasamato, and it was actually okay. um, the lovely Matt from the YouTube channel Questioning Sense. By the way, shout out to Matt if you've not checked out his YouTube channel, go and check him out, Questioning Sense. Uh, really knowledgeable, loves his Auto Parisi and uh, Nasamato fragrances. And he had uh, posted that he was wearing Pardon. And I said, oh, it sounds like, you know, perfect for what he'd said he had planned for the day, having a walk with the family and whatever, having some food. I said, yeah, Pardon's perfect. And so he was just chatting to me and uh, and he said, what are you wearing? And I went, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go with Pardon. So it was one of those moments that we were talking about before where you find a little opportunity to wear something that you love that you don't get to wear that often. And just because Matt had reminded me it was there, I thought, you know what, I'm going to put that on this morning. So that was my first fragrance. And then my second fragrance of the day was actually Reflection Man from Amouage, which is one of my favourite niche fragrances. And incidentally, I noticed that the, the, the place that you can buy that the cheapest from in the UK at the moment is our sponsor, Seasense.com. Oh. Oh, mate, that was smooth. That was I, silky smooth. I know. <laughs> and uh, you can buy 100ml of Reflection Man at Seasense.com for £169, which is, as far as I could tell, the cheapest in the UK. I think the next cheapest was Natino. Uh, it was a whole £8 more expensive. Uh, but with Seasense, as we mentioned about our lovely sponsor last week, you can pay it in three instalments over three months. So uh, it it's about, works out about 56 quid or something like that. So it kind of kind of makes it a bit more palatable you know the, the is price that, is that interesting it sounds like i'm sh- <laughs> it's like this is we've set this up as an advert but this is a genuine question yeah. isn't that interest free that three months yeah yeah it's, there's no it's interest yeah. on that which, which is brilliant free. it's a bit it's of great. a no no brainer yeah. yeah it's free delivery in in the uk as well so yeah pop pop along to Seasense, sense guys and if you go type in your search bar com forward slash geeks and go and check out all the lovely fragrances. And if you're interested in in one of my favourites, Reflection Man, it's currently the cheapest in the UK. And also to um, just to kind of go on about our sponsor as well, I've noticed um, Barry Big Pockets again at Centralise said he's been trying to find uh, the Chronic for a while. He wants to get it. Obviously, we've hyped it up a lot. I have personally, and the community has hyped it up. So he's been wanting to get that, but he's wanting ideally to find a UK sort of supplier or UK distributor so he was well chuffed when he found out about our sponsor and the fact that he can support the podcast through there and get get it from a UK supplier so you can get all of the Byrons from ccents.com forward slash geeks and it's the uh, it's the only place in the UK I think that is a, a, a distributor for Byrons so if you want your Byrons go there excellent so what have is you been wearing all you've been wearing that's yeah, all okay. i've been wearing let's let's do oh, you. that's just yeah that's a little snippet of what you've really been wearing isn't it <laughs> as i say i've been wearing a couple of my favorites for the last couple of days because i've been doing lots of testing this week so um the wife and i sat down a few nights well it's earlier on in the week and we i got my gallivant stories uh sample set 
So we sat down. I didn't put the camera on. She said, oh, do you want to film it? Have I got to put makeup on? I was like, no, let's just have a bit of fun with it. Let's just get a drink or whatever and just chill out and have a bit of a laugh. And, and we sat down and we traveled around the world through Galavant. It was, it was, as I said to you before, I think what's nice is the fact that each fragrance is named after a city does make it more relatable somehow. It made it more relatable to her because we literally kind of write, okay, let's start in the UK. So we smelt London and then we went, okay, let's go, let's go to Europe. And then we <laughs> did all the fragrances in Europe. And then I was like, well, should we now go east or west? She's like, oh, okay, let's go. So we went to Tokyo and then we went to like LA and Brooklyn and stuff. So so it was quite good. And um, I didn't smell all of them on skin yet. So we smelt, I smelt nearly all on paper, a couple of them on skin. And we were trying to find which were our, like a favorite for me and a favorite for her. And interestingly, we both picked the same fragrances. So we both agreed on what was the best sort of female fragrance as it were for her, even though they're obviously all unisex. And we all both agreed what the best, uh, what our favorite kind of male or fragrance for me was as well. So I'm not going to say what my favorite was because I'm going to do a video on my YouTube channel and kind of drop that this week. Mm -hmm. And I'll reveal what my, my top pick for me. But for her, we both agreed that we really liked Berlin. Ah, oh, lovely. So yeah, yeah, it was really nice. But it was, it was really again. What was interesting with the cities is you have a preconception of what it might be like. So again, made it more relatable for the wife. So she's kind of like, oh, I, I imagine what Istanbul might smell like. It might be like this, and so like, oh, that's not what I imagined um, Tokyo yeah. to smell like, or whatever. It's kind of it was quite funny, really. It, well, so. there's there's a lot of things I love about this. First of all, let's talk about the concepts of Galavant because even so basically these these fragrances aren't necessarily meant to smell exactly like the city no. but they are i i describe them as poetic uh, fragrant postcards from nick the brand owner um that he sends to the customers about his um, some of his favorite cities that he loves so they're a, a, a fragrance an olfactory representation of his experiences and what those cities mean to him so you know, LA is not meant to smell like, you know, exactly like LA, but it's Nick's memories and experiences that he mm. had in LA, which he's obviously composed and put together in collaboration with a perfumer in a very lovely way that we can all really enjoy. And even though it might not remind us of those cities, it's nice to kind of see what other another person's uh, interpretation of what scents remind them of that city uh, is. So I, I think it's a, a really good concept. And uh, yes, I, I think it's a fun thing to do and I think it's brilliant that, that you and Mandy sat down together and, you know, I don't know if you did, maybe get a glass of wine and um, put a bit of music on and make a little, you know, a nice little part part of your evening and, you know, she probably really appreciated that she had a say in which in a fragrance that you're that you're going to buy because usually you get them and you shove your hand under her nose like i do with with my wife and say what do you think of that and uh, they're you know they're in the middle of cooking some beans or whatever and they're like oh I, I, I don't know it smells like beans um so i think the fact that she was involved in the process was a really lovely thing and out of doing that you're going to get a fragrance that you know that she likes and you know that you like so i think it's a great way of doing it she uh, again i'm going to drop some of these in the youtube video but some of the comments because again she's um, not a fraghead she's not you know she's not fussed about fragrance she likes to smell nice obviously but she's not into it like we are she doesn't break down the notes or have some deeper appreciation for it at all so so <clears throat> some of the quotes i wrote down um i won't tell you what quote relates to each fragrance but some of them was brilliant like one fragrance she actually said i can't decide if i hate it or loathe it <laughs> which i thought was just brilliant um another one she said um what else have we got here i'm looking through my notes because i made loads of notes when we sat down um she, one she said kind of smells like my dad's workshop so i don't know if you can oh. might think which one that might be but that one um yeah she said it reminded her of like a dad's workshop which i thought oh. was quite nice and she and for that reason she actually liked it she, she said i she, she doesn't know if she'd want me to smell of it or someone to smell it but she liked the smell because it reminded her of a dad's workshop which was quite what does a quite a nice dad thing. do in his workshop what kind of work does he do well he's actually a farmer so he basically does anything really metal work woodwork or whatever but it was a woodwork right. type smell so i don't know if that might help you narrow it down if you want to guess but one she another one she said was all right but it was a bit of a, like an old woman um so there was lots of there was like a lot was of that great like one um the one that was like an old woman no it was not actually not that i'm saying it smells like an old woman but it's a very floral one so i just wondered if she made that no she 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 didn't enjoy amsterdam at all 
Um, right. She did not. I, I'm not going to read any comments for that one. <laughs> she did not enjoy Amsterdam okay. at all. That was probably her least favourite. Um, another one she thought said, "Oh, it reminds me of furniture polish." <laughs> it's just, oh. it's just brilliant because they're very much a say what you smell type situation. Yeah. You know, it was like there was no. Oh, I think that might be a, a wood, maybe a sandal. You know, none of that bollocks. It was just like, oh, that's, yeah. that's like toothpaste. <laughs> it's kind of just whatever the association <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, good, it was good fun for that reason. Actually, Great. so yeah, yeah. So well, yeah, yeah, I've done done that. I've I've got more, but uh, I mean. Th- Interestingly, this is probably the section of the podcast, Chris, where we speak most about fragrances, to be fair. So we yeah. probably shouldn't whiz through them as quickly as we often do. <laughs> um, what else have I been wearing? So I've worn a fragrance that's got a lot of hype recently. I've tried uh, Parfum de Mali Sedley. So Jeremy Fragrance recently mm-hmm. said it was the best fragrance from the house in a video. And Tony at the channel Fragdicted did his road to a purchase, sampled all of the PDM range and picked Sedley as his one that he bought. So I wanted to smell it and I've got a video dropping tomorrow as the day of the record and I compared that because somebody else, a couple of people in the Facebook group said, well, if you're going to get that, what you should probably do is get Boss Bottled Infinite because they smell the same. So I ended up picking that up as well quite cheap and I've done a comparison. Um, yeah, but you've you've not smelled Sedley, have you? Well, I'm just sitting here fuming, Steve, because uh, you've smelled apart from Damali. You, the basic bitch, Steve Ward, <laughs> has smelled apart from Damali, one of my favourite brands that I haven't smelled. So, yeah, you, you've got one up on me there. I'm really surprised. I'm, I should send you this sample that I've got. Um, I, I've got a video coming tomorrow, so I'll obviously do a full review. And safe to say, it's obviously a nice fragrance. Yeah. It's not a bad fragrance at all. Same with the Boss Bottled Infinite. But I couldn't help but be a little bit underwhelmed. It was just very, um, very. I know a lot of people say it, and it's a bit of a cop out, but very shower gelish. It yeah. was just very, yeah, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah I didn't but know Jeremy would call it. it the best from the house. Yeah, he did a video recently. He's, I mean, he's doing a lot of weird videos, um, but he did a video where he, the video I watched more recently where he said it was t- like five, I think it was five fragrances that I regret recommending and in that video one of the ones he regretted recommending i think was ojon i think from memory and he within that sort of yeah within talking about that again he he kept contradicting himself because he kept saying like i even commented going this is a bit weird because he said oh this is um he said it's a terrible fragrance apart from the fact it smells gorgeous you're like well what the fuck is it then i don't but um yeah with the, when he was talking about ojon he said oh i sort of said this one and and this isn't the one you should get he said the best one from the house is sedley um he basically said it within while talking about that fragrance so that's kind of what reminded me that i needed to smell it and obviously tony mm. loved it as well so yeah. it's just very yeah it was just i was just a bit underwhelmed i think there's yeah, so many standout there. interesting fragrances from the house um, obviously carlisle yeah. there's uh, pegasus it's not necessarily my bag but I, I can see why people love it there's obviously there's layton i Herod, love layton yeah, i love as well yeah, yeah there's there's some real standout fragrances with real character and yeah very distinctive doesn't. fragrances yeah yeah it just has not it's just like yeah yeah anyway mm, interesting that, right that i think is me really for what i've been wearing okay well i think we better do our podmin then i think we better so uh we've had a couple of kofi donations this week so we've had let me have a look we have had a serial donator i think this is the third time they have donated so thank you for that and i'm going to make sure i get their name right this time because i have got it wrong in the past and they have corrected me so it's aeon they literally wrote it down phonetically for me even though i am a cunning linguist mm-hmm. um so aeon has donated and he's just said all hail fall obviously with regards to my comments about autumn last <laughs> week he is obviously a big fan of the season we've also had uh, wayne again from brisbane he's becoming a serial donator he said a donation and a suggestion this week. Steve, as you've had a, a dabble with a few Alexandra fragrances, have you tried The Runway? It's their excellent interpretation of Reflection Man. There we go. Coming back to one of your favourites, Chris. There we go. Which, which, in my opinion, is still one of the best fragrances of all time. Well worth a look. So there you go. He's recommended that. Have you smelt that one, Chris? I have. It's very good, yeah. Very good. And uh, somebody else who I think... Um, from memory this was actually Barry Big 
pockets that actually did this have, have done a, a humorous um, name called Holden McGroin and they said keep up the good work guys stay fragrant not vagrant now I wonder who <laughs> says that yeah. I lo I'm loving this theme that uh, people will um, come under different names and uh, but then leave their YouTube tagline just just yeah. to uh, just to see if we, we know what their tagline is and who it might be <laughs> I'm not great with that. You can do a, a sort of Brummy accent, can't you? Can you do a stay? Uh, no. Oh, I, I, pressure I, I, on there. I don't know if I can. All right, here we go. This is 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 Barry. Here we go. Stay fragrant, not vagrant. That's that? <laughs> not bad. It's better than the impression of me. Anyway. Uh, it kind of came. Yeah, I don't think it sounded much like Barry when it came out, but um, yeah. Sorry, Bazza. <laughs> 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 bless him um, so there you go that's all our donations uh, this week through Kofi so um, if you haven't donated to the podcast we would love you if you did you can do that through ko-fi.com forward slash the scent geeks all one word and you can donate as little as three pounds and that kind of goes towards admin fees and all that sort of stuff and also things like French lessons for me so I can do intros in a different <laughs> language so, so there we go yeah. and accent lessons for me <laughs> yes exactly so shall we stay along the theme of our kind of subscribers listeners supporters and kind of dip into like the facebook group because there's a lot of activity in there so shall we yes we've got some interesting stuff haven't about? we to talk about yeah so bef before we kind of get on to one of the topics that i raised last week um you may recall obviously we had a bit of a, a debate last week about the seasons and my dislike for the season of autumn now as i said last week i've got a couple of trees in my garden which are a nightmare to look after and as i said to you this week on instagram i do live next door to a working farm so there's just fucking mud everywhere at this time of year which is probably also hinders me i did uh, put some polls in the facebook group to see what everybody else thinks to yeah what was the final autumn. result of that so i did two polls so i first one was um okay what do you think to autumn do you think it's do you love it it's beautiful do you think it's meh or do you hate it it's shit and interestingly what i did forget um is obviously people around the world have diff very much different seasons yeah. to us in the sense of the the temperament so um we've we've got a few so melissa for example she said she's like in florida so she basically has hot or hotter those are her <laughs> two seasons that she experiences yeah. and there was somebody else i forgive me i can't remember who it was off my head that they were in australia and similar sort of thing they said well again i either get hot or hot as fuck those are the two two <laughs> things i get so i was very much focused on the seasons in the uk but obviously people around the world have something different but the results are in with regard to the autumn post a mere three votes for people said they hate it it's shit five votes were like yeah it's all right whatever and 41 votes including my wife the fucking backstabber um <laughs> said love it it's beautiful which i reminded her of when she was moaning about her car covered in mud this week so well that go. restores my faith in humanity and for the love of autumn because uh obviously the autumn lovers are the clear winners in that situation and steve you're you're just a bit grumpy well, clearly, um, I do think perhaps if I didn't live where I lived, I might have a bigger appreciation for autumn. Um, I think I'm a, a victim of <laughs> yeah. my own, uh, I don't know. I'll I give live. you that. Uh, yeah. And then I did do another poll just out of curiosity to see what everybody's favourite season was. And autumn won it again, actually. I think people are just doing it to spite me now, to be honest. <laughs> so um, autumn won it with 34 votes. Summer was second with 22 votes. Then winter with eight votes. And then spring for five votes, which oh, upsets me a little bit because I love spring. Spring is yeah. beautiful. I love all the Absolutely seasons. Beautiful. I love all the seasons when they're at their best. Hmm, fair play. Mm. Anyway, also in that uh, Facebook group, I said last week that I was going to do a post and ask people about their layering combinations have they found any successful layering yeah and we got loads of responses didn't we yeah so we're going to share some now we'll take kind of take turns working the way through we won't read all of the comments in full um because we won't have time but we will shout you all out where we can and and share some good ones so as i've done a lot of talking chris do you want to start yeah have you, so have you got it in front of you yeah um well uh, tony uh from fragdicted he uh, he put one on there and he suggested layering Zaharoff's signature pour on with Prada Lom. And in the moment I read that, I thought, yes, I think they would really work together. Tony said that I uh, he, he he feels that the the spice and simple clean iris works perfectly together. 
and I, I thought, right, I'm going to go and try it right now, as soon as I read it. So I layered those two fragrances, and he's he's bloody right, you know, they work an absolute treat. Because you get a, there's a slight powderiness, I think, to the Saharoff, and, and uh, you get a kind of powderiness, powderiness to, the, uh, to the Prada. So they, yeah, they worked really well together. I think uh, it's a great combo. So thanks for that suggestion, Tony. Um, was there another one that caught your your eye Steve? well i mean i think we we might be able to get a few in here if we whiz through barry big pockets again it says galen aqua uh, galan aqua allegoria limon verde bloody hell he's testing me now and galan vetiver as we know barry has got a quite a large galan uh, collection yep. he said that was a great combo something he learned okay. thanks to jj so that's another one right um we have one here from anton constantino or Constantinou, I'm not sure how to pronounce that surname, but uh, he recommends Polo Blue with Molecule 01. I can't try that because I only have uh, Molecule, um, but uh, I would try it if I had Polo. But uh, yeah, he uh, he says that the uh, unique combo of cucumber and melon, uh, or Polo Blue, as you may know, features the utterly unique combo of cucumber and melon, but is let down by subpar performance. Throw a little Molecule 01 in there, however, and you've got a winning scent cloud that lasts and lasts. So thank you very much for that recommendation. Cool. Um, Anton has supported the podcast loads, actually. Bless him. Yes. He's done donations and scenarios, etc. Um, Mark Tatterstall suggested, I think this is probably one that a lot of people have tried. I don't know if you have, Chris, but he said Aventus with Virgin Island Water. He said yeah, it helps. Uh, tried it. Hmm? Said it fattens out the Virgin Island water to wear in the colder months. So yeah, that's an right. interesting one. He's he's written loads there. I can't read his whole comment. Uh, Any more? We've got uh, yeah. Oh, we've got an interesting one here from 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 Javier. He said uh, that he enjoys layering Mancera Cedra Boise with Azaro Wanted by Night. Uh, that's Ooh. that's interesting because you've got a. A lighter, brighter fragrance, and then a, a darker fragrance. But Wanted by Night does have a few kind of fruity, brighter elements to it, so that probably bridges nicely with with the Mansera. Mm, good one. Mm, that'd be interesting one to try because I, I was a little, I, I couldn't fully enjoy Cedrat Boise. It gets a lot of hype, and I don't know if it was just anticlimactic or just on my skin. It mm. comes across as very dry. I couldn't kind of get into it. All right. Um, his one Harry Drew says Yves Saint Laurent Lenoir de Lomme and his girlfriend's uh, Viva Le Juicy Couture gold he says all I know is the girl at the McDonald's drive through smelt it and told me oh my god and she was in love with the fragrance I have on so I actually really <laughs> want to try that one now <laughs> oh that's a glowing endorsement if ever I heard one what what makes me curious there so he's mixed his and hers did, did he intentionally mix those two or did they mix through natural means of them just rubbing up against each other mm -hmm. i don't know we won't get into that one but there we go um, any more there's loads in there ah, there's a there's a, a few more isn't there yeah tom says green irish to eat with prada lom i could try that one yeah and uh apart from damali ogen with aqua de parma sandalo that sounds like an interesting combo uh, uh yeah. russ says he's got the perfume pile of fusion he's asked if we've tried any of their fusion fragrances he's keen on virgin island water and baccarat rouge 540 combo uh, and Creed and Baccarat Rouge 540 so a couple of big hits there um, great well thanks everyone for those for those suggestions and yeah it's good to have the engagement on the Facebook group which uh, which we love and so please do pop along to the St Geats podcast uh, join us on Facebook you've got a, a really difficult question to answer to get into the group uh, and yeah come and join us and come and come and engage and we, we've just made it private haven't we Steve because someone was saying that when they posted in there that post was then seen by all their friends I'm, i i didn't even know yeah, that was the case so, to be honest but yeah I, I, I hadn't really paid too much attention to this but basically because the group wasn't private i think what that means if you post in there your friends who aren't members of the group can see that you've posted in that group and see potentially what you've posted because it's a public group so it'd come up on their feed they'd say like oh chris has posted this in the group sort of thing even though they're not so somebody kind of messaged yeah. me and said I was about to post something kind of really geeky and I and I was like oh is, I don't really want everybody to see it I, he's obviously we had this discussion <laughs> about coming out as a fraghead to your friends and so perhaps yeah. he hasn't come out yet um, so he was kind of like a bit cautious so we don't want people to hold back and feel a bit conscious that their friends are kind of going what's this weird fragrance thing that they're into and yeah. so we have kind the of whole, made the it the whole private, point is so. yeah yeah the whole point is that people can just come to this group and just 
geek out till the heart's content. Uh, so, but if they're worried about their friends or family maybe seeing their geekiness, then uh, that's yeah. So we'll, we'll see how it goes with it set to private. See if it makes any difference. Yes. So we, um, that comes into effect in a couple of days because I've switched over, but it takes about three days to kick in, um, and then you can, in theory, post and nobody can see you. But we, what we do ask is that you try and keep your post relevant to the podcast or its content. So it might be continuing the stuff that we've talked about or something in the podcast made you think of something fragrance related or made you do something so any of that sort of stuff is brilliant we love that stuff yes um steve there's a couple of youtube bits that i wouldn't mind mentioning if uh, if that's all Go right with it, you um so first of all i meant to mention this last week but we kind of got got chatting and i forgot uh but uh, i don't know if anyone saw my buddy george's video the um the the opener for his latest season six which was the uh the lidge the girl and lidge video where he went to edinburgh with his girlfriend and uh he he uh he filmed a, a very personal film actually i think it's the most personal video i've seen george shoot did you see it steve yes i did and the funny thing was in typical george style I couldn't have told you what the fragrance was. Like you told me what the fragrance was there, and I, and I didn't really. I was so kind of engrossed in the video, the content, the, the style, and you know the, all the things that George does. And I remembered like he talks into great detail about the fragrance and the fact that the woman that created it um, is no longer with us. So and why he wears it on his birthday, etc. So there was a lot. Of, I remembered things yeah. he said about the fragrance. But I couldn't have told you what the fragrance actually was. And that's classic George in the sense that it, there's so much. Um, he does so many other elements of fragrance reviewing so well that they they almost detract from the fragrance. You know, it's so engrossing oh, yeah. or and storytelling is way, brilliant. And then you're like, yeah. And in a way, the fragrance kind of wasn't the most important part of that video because he just used that fragrance to to really talk about some very personal stuff. And that mm. uh, there was some quite um, creepy bits actually where he's talking about that yeah the the perfumer is now dead and he you know he's not sure how he feels about wearing a fragrance of someone who's no longer alive and as he was narrating that bit it was in this very creepy graveyard i think it was in the Greyfriars graveyard which is reputedly ridiculously haunted and i've been there myself and i don't know if it's just because i knew, knew that it was very haunted or supposed to be or there was just a weird feeling but there was a strange atmosphere in that place and i kind of that that I don't know whether it came out of the video um, because of how George had filmed it and the sound design he'd put on there. I suspect it probably did, but it made me think about how I'd felt walking through through that same place. And then he, you know, he kissed the girl. He got the girl and he kissed the girl. And when yeah, does that happen you, in a fragrance video? You said that's his girlfriend, but were they together before that video or did that kind of as a catalyst? Um, or something? Not, not officially. Uh, yeah, not officially. I think um, I think going on the trip to Edinburgh was uh, was because they don't live near each other, so it was yeah. a chance for them to um, kind of. They I think they felt that yes, they they did really like each other, and uh, they had the the weekend in Edinburgh to uh, to really to explore that a little bit. And uh, yeah, I think uh, the upshot was that they uh, they made it a they made it a legit a legit thing, and they, they, they oh, have since lovely. been seeing each other afterwards. So. Yeah. Well, this and, is like, uh, as I say, it was a very moving kind of video because George wears that fragrance basically once a year on his birthday, doesn't he? And he discussed the fact that again he's wearing this fragrance from somebody that made by somebody that isn't alive anymore. He wears it once a year on his birthday, and eventually he's going to run out of birthdays, or he might run out of he's birthdays gonna, before he runs out of the fragrance. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all quite like run out of sprays. He's going to run, run out of birthdays. Yeah, it's uh, it was very. I got very emotional watching actually. Maybe it's because George is my friend. I don't know, but I. That that end speech that he did was ju it just tugged on my heartstrings. Both, uh, I've seen it twice now, and both times I was like, "Oh God, George, I'm going, I'm mm. going." Yeah, yeah it was lovely, really good. If, guys, if you've not checked out that video, go to uh, the Fragrance Apprentice YouTube channel and go and, go and watch that video. You're in for an absolute treat. And talking of first impressions, you get to see George's first impressions of a uh, whiskey that cost him twenty two pounds. Was it for one shot or something? Twenty two pounds yeah. a shot, something like that. Yeah. So there you go. You get to witness that as well. <laughs> Anything um, else that's the, the other quick. Um, yeah, well, something that very out of the ordinary. I was, I, I almost uh, fell off my chair when I saw this. Dallas from Chaos Fragrances dropped a video that wasn't a list. 
What? 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 Sorry, what? I, yeah, honestly, this is this actually this is facts, mate. This is not fake news. This is actual facts. Dallas dropped a video that was on a single fragrance, and it wasn't a list. I was like, I've got to check this out. I've got to, I've got to go and and, and see what kind of views he's getting. And um, yeah, I mean, it you know, from two days old, it had a thousand views, which is which is good, but um, not a patch on what he would get on one of his usual list videos. And I know you, you and I mentioned to each other quite a bit. Oh, and gosh, where does Dallas keep coming up with these ideas for different list videos? Where does he pull them from? Um, but, you know, it's uh, it's worth doing because when you put in the hard work into filming a video, you know, you want to try and have the largest audience possible, don't you? So that if you're following what your audience's um, needs and wants are, then you're going to be primarily making list videos. And I, I know I do a lot of them as well. Um, I, I, you don't, Steve. I, I, I don't know. No. You know, your stance isn't isn't the same as mine. Um, but I don't know. You, what do you think about that? Do you think people are kind of just whoring themselves out for views? Or do you think that they should be making these videos because they, people want them? Well, this is the thing. There's, there's a kind of a dichotomy of thought on this because there's the one side that it's because a lot of people that view it like that are a bit a bit negative towards fragrance reviews go well they're just doing it for views or all the money they're just doing it for adsense but the flip side is actually they're the views the videos that get most views so therefore regardless of adsense they're what the audience are watching or wanting to watch because the figures tell you that that's what people yeah. want to watch and that's I remember I had a brief discussion um, with the stylish Irisman about this, kind of just in the comments on one of his videos. He was kind of like, what? He, he put in one of his videos about coming up with new ideas or content. And um, and we sort of discussed about lists. And I said, well, you don't you don't have to do lists. And he's like, yeah, but I want to do stuff that people want to watch. So if I don't do a list, not, they don't tend to get that many views. So obviously people mm. want to see the lists. So there's this kind of weird thing, isn't it, where... Some people yeah. look at it and go, well, list is just, like you say, selling out, it's easy, or you're just doing it for views. But then, fucking that's what people want to watch. So I yeah. personally don't do many lists because I just, I, there's a lot of other people doing lists, so I don't need to add to the mix. I, my collection isn't the largest, so I'd end up just often featuring this very similar fragrances. I basically only really do seasonal list videos. That's it, uh, uh, one seasonal yeah. video, uh, list video. Um, and then also for me, my own it's kind of like my a bit wanky but it's my own journey so i'm sampling different things and trying stuff and and so that's where my youtube channel takes me i try something new and i review it so mm. yeah i'm not doing it um, for money or for views as such I, yeah I well kind of because i want to get views but yeah i think for me it's it's a mix of all those things really yeah you know it's uh, the the more views you get the, the more adsense money you make so that's always nice you know who doesn't want to make a bit more money uh, and it's nice to think that you're making it for the audience out there that you know that wants that that content um but i i try to balance it i i could um make a list video three list videos a week um but might struggle to come up with ideas after a while but I, I i could and i could make more money and i could get more views and my channel would, would grow bigger but for me personally for myself i want to enjoy making my youtube videos i want to go out and do uh, outdoor videos and I want to make um, videos now and then about a single niche fragrance that I really love and I want to recommend to people uh, so I know those like you know this week I dropped one um, on Wednesday and it was one of my lowest viewed videos in ages because it was on the juice box night flow fragrance just one single niche fragrance which is a very very good fragrance but fewer people are searching for that than they are top 10 autumn fragrances for example but i like to try and balance it because i don't just want to be the list guy um so and i want to enjoy the, the creativity of it uh for, for my own point of view as well but i still have to have an eye on growing my channel because i want to uh, you know establish these relationships with brands because it, it's easier to make content when people are sending you stuff so there's, you know there's all these different things to to factor in um it's it, it gets quite quite complex actually and list videos mm -hmm. for me are, are, are harder ones to make as well they, they take a lot of planning a lot of time a lot of effort uh, and and more editing as well. So uh, yeah, it's not like it's easier content, but it's uh, it's content that pays off in terms of views. And if 
you're interested in the AdSense, yes, you get more money for the higher viewed videos as well. Interesting. I mean, something that, that I hadn't actually previously considered, but say, I don't know what your actual viewing numbers are, but the, the people viewing the individual niche might be a different subset of your subscribers. So you might actually be appealing to a wider audience across the range, if you see what I mean. You might get 10,000 yeah. people watch a list video, but then you might get 5,000 people watch a niche video, but it might be a different 5,000, if you see it. So it might not be fewer people, if you see what I mean. It just might be right, different yeah. people. Interesting. And they may watch it for longer as well. Or 40, 000, yeah, within your 30 or 40,000 subscribers, it might just be a different subset that actually going, well, I'm into niche, so I like those videos. Um, but it, yeah. yeah, so that's another way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah, I just try and try and keep the variety as, as best as I can, really. But yeah, that's that's the way I I approach it. Uh, I, I we've, we've talked a lot. We've talked for a while, Steve. Do you think it's we have uh, it's time for our final scenario time? Yeah, it is, mate. Yeah. It is. I think. Let's do a um, scenario. This week's, this week's scenario comes from Anton, who we mentioned earlier. Oh, he got this in last minute today. Actually, a couple of people submitted. I think they know we record on Sunday, so they send them yeah. in on a Sunday, hoping they'll get <laughs> featured. So he got this in, um, and I, I decided I couldn't decide whether to use it or not because I didn't want to kind of rehash old material as such. But I think, based on what we said before the podcast, we were talking about autumn and the, how autumn fragrances are actually can be some of the best ones. I thought this might be good. So um, he said, uh, "Here's the scenario. This is for you, obviously, Chris." It's autumn or fall, and it's your friend's birthday. He hates the season, but is in the market for a new fragrance. You decide to get him an autumn-themed fragrance that will turn around his view of the season and make him actually like it. What do you buy him? Um, and he just said afterwards, your own dislike of autumn made me think of it. I'm thinking maybe Chris can try and bring you around to it uh, on the air with a live recommendation or two. So based on what we chatted about briefly before we started recording and we sort of said that actually although i don't like the season when it comes to fragrances there's so many kind of fragrances that work well in autumn because it's not really cold it's not really warm it can be just a nice time to use those sexy resinous fragrances yeah i thought it might be quite a nice yeah, little scenario. Sure. Uh, so what are you well gonna do, mate? yes okay right well um shall i shall i do shall i do designer and a niche you do designer and yes let's do that so my, my niche choice is uh is one that i've worn this week that i've already mentioned it's amarud's golden oud i think you like your sweet fragrances you know if you, you like mm. the chronic so i think you would yep. like yeah and this isn't an oudy fragrance at all yeah you know there's barely any oud and if there's oud um there it's it's definitely not stinky oud so i think you'd like it and it's 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 rich and resinous but it's not too heavy it's not too dense um so that that's a beautiful beautiful fragrance golden oud. Of, so i think i'd like i'd be interested for you to smell that yeah out of curiosity how much is that uh, retail um you know what it's a little it's in their elixir line so it is a little more expensive than uh, their other ones um but i'm just gonna have a quick look for you now the, the reason I ask is because um, in the scenario, you're buying this for my birthday or your friend's birthday. It might not be me. It might be another friend. So I'm just thinking, well, how much is Chris going to fork out for me on this fragrance? Um, all right. Let's, uh, so just having a, a quick look here. Uh, Harrods have it for two, three, five. Oh, mate, yeah. I must be a bloody good friend yeah, if you're yeah. buying that for my yeah. birthday. <laughs> Um, oh, oh, you get a sample. Oh, 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 get me a sample. Of, out of stock. Out of stock. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Out of oh, stock. Designer. Yeah. Oh, Go to your designer quickly. Website's crashed. Um, right. Designer. Okay. So this is this is a new one. This is a fragrance that I would love, but I've not yet got around to buying. But I've smelled it a few times in store, and I don't think you own this one. But again, I think you would really like it. And I know you're into your. You like a bit of boss, don't you? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So I'm going to suggest to you, boss. Uh, the scent private accord now i don't know if i've smelled because i started losing the track with the boss the scents um yeah i started losing track because what's the other one there's the scent uh there's private accord and what was the other preve one that they did that got a bit um there's, well there's boss there's boss the scent and then there's boss the scent private accord um trying to think what the other one is but i i've tried some of them in store so i've definitely i think i've tried the scent but i don't think i've tried the scent private accord from memory yeah. we've got some ginger um meninka fruits whatever that is mocha 
cacao absolute, so a little bit of chocolatey, and uh, wooden oh, notes, yeah. so woodsy fragrance. So it's got nice little zingy bit of spice up top. Uh, it's got some uh, bit, of, bit of coffee in there, but it's not like a very intense coffee at all. Uh, more like a milky t- type of coffee. Some vanilla, um, some uh, resins in there. So yeah, I think I think that'd be a great autumn fragrance. And I think you'd spray it, and you'd go either of those two fragrances. I think you'd spray them, and you'd go, oh god, oh, I love autumn. Oh, these fragrances make me love autumn. So I think I think they'd be good choices for you, Steve. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Um, yeah, I've just had a quick look. There's like the scent, the scent intense. This is the trouble with Boss. There's the scent private accord. You can lose track, okay. can't you? you it's, it's too difficult to... They, they've so diluted it. It's the same with that one I mentioned earlier, the Boss Bottled Infinite. It doesn't smell that much like Boss Bottled at all. So they should have just done it as a separate fragrance because, again, obviously yeah. the, the bottled line is absolutely full to the brim of flankers yeah. it's ridiculous so yeah but i might um i might go and revisit that line actually because i know some of them um those fragrances i haven't tried and they do get highly recommended the the private accord one's meant to be really good mm, it says so, yeah okay yeah. Well, right thank so there you we go those. There we You're go. Welcome. I'm looking forward to my birthday now. <laughs> You're going to get some Unfortunately, nice my birthday's in <laughs> my birthday's in spring, so we'll do that for another scenario. Oh, okay. But, right. uh, well, when you have a anyway. birthday in autumn one year, we'll uh, I'll get them for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The year I have a birthday in autumn <laughs> be the year that you spend £235 on a niche <laughs> fragrance. Yeah. Ah, damn you. <laughs> right, that's it, really. That's the podcast, isn't yeah. it? We've chatted long enough. Um, so have you got anything to say before we sign out and I start editing this motherfucker well thanks for listening guys uh, as always we, we've had a pleasure and uh, we'll be here next week do if you get a chance go to uh, Apple Podcasts leave us a review we've not, had a, we've not had a review there for the last couple of weeks and we love reading them out so if you get a bit of time pop over there give us a, a review and we'll, we'll get you read out on the podcast so thanks for listening again everyone and uh, we'll be here next week brilliant thanks again Chris thank you for um, encouraging me to enjoy autumn and uh, as always it's been a pleasure never a chore and don't forget uh, lovely listener please check out csense.com forward slash geeks and you can uh, support the podcast if you make any purchases through that link so that's our lovely sponsor other than that nothing more to say then thank you and we will see you again same time same place next week take care much love bye